everybody, my name is MCAT, and welcome back to Get Cooked, a Splatoon 2 podcast. Um, again, my name is MCAT, and my co-host is... My name's Nico, what's up with it? Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about um, this past Splatfest this weekend. For those of you in North America, we had Narwhals versus... Unicorn, because ew. Yeah, it was kind of a, kind of awful. It was really bad. So it was Narwhal versus Unicorn, and... Let me tell you, narwhals are superior. Clearly, they're water unicorns. As you can tell, narwhals are awesome. And unicorns, mm, not so much. It was this lovely pastel pink and blue theme. Nico, what would you think about uh, our nice 3-0 clean sweep victory? I mean, it was obvious. Like No one likes unicorns anymore. And my reasoning being... um. A narwhal is a water unicorn. You don't see a unicorn that can swim, can you? Narwhal is the superior, you know, mythical, well, not mythical, but magical creature, I guess. Well, yeah, and unicorns were a trend. So last year trend. So last year. Well, like 10 years ago. What you oh, mean? Oh, God. Well, and now, unicorns, unicorns aren't even real. To get a unicorn, you have to put, like, a carrot on your horse to give it a horn. Whereas narwhals live in the ocean, and they're real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they can swim, unlike, you know, a unicorn, which is, you know, who who wants to walk anymore? That, that, that Walking's overrated. Who wants to ride a horse with a stick on its forehead? That's <laughs> ill, 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 basic. <laughs> anyway, so the votes, just the votes and, like, the percentage of the normal in challenge hurts me physically. <laughs> I think it hurts Team Unicorn more, but, like... As a fellow Narwhal fan who got the maximum amount of snails, thank you, Nogami, uh, I feel bad for my fellow squids and octos who made a poor decision. Nah, they knew it was coming. No, it's true. For, hey, for a hot second, I was in the challenge mode, which is like pro, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I just kept losing. And I was like, oh, God, I had this moment of doubt where I thought we weren't going to win. It was bad for me because like... I didn't get to, I didn't really face up against many unicorn teams. I kept going against narwhal teams like so many people voted for narwhal. Oh wow. I actually I didn't get matched with um our team once. Uh every match I played was versus team unicorn. Yeah, a lot of was a lot of mine was versus team narwhal for some reason. I was like, "All right." Didn't you play when it first opened? Um yeah, I did. And I I went up against a few, but most of them. I was going to say I feel like since I played like Saturday day I played mostly during the day in the early morning. I think I just got a better matching system because more people were awake. Yeah, I, I did when we first started out, so it was decent. Then I didn't get to play much the uh, second day because I had to go to work. Yeah, see, I have weekends off now because I have a regular job. <laughs> I just need money because if I don't, I'm going to become a stripper and no one wants to see that. Okay, I can't have... I can't... <laughs> there are children who maybe listen to this. All right, kids, um, I won't be an entertainer. <laughs> Yeah, he won't be able to go to school if he doesn't work. He'll be dumb. <laughs> anyway, here are the quick percentages before we move on. So, uh, clean sweep victory, three, no, zero three, because Narwhal win. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Narwhal had 60% of the votes. I mean, it might as well be, they might as well have rounded up to 61, because it's literally 60.99%. And then we won about half of the battles that we uh, participated in both normal and challenge, whereas Unicorn had only 39% of the vote. Ouch. 49% win rate, which was pretty close, and then a 48% win rate of challenge, which was about a 2%, 2 or 3, no, 3% difference. God, I can't do math. 
So, Nico, mm. uh, this was the second to last Splatfest, huh? Yeah, we're we're almost done. And Nogami has blessed us with one final fest. The ultimate fest. And it will be here in July. Literally next month. So, I would say... You know what that means, right? Yeah. It means, uh, it's over. <laughs> we're, well, no, just over for, you know, Splatfest, but, you know, we're, we're going to keep growing as a community, so nothing's truly over. And besides, you know, with what they're doing in private battles now, we're going to be able to keep doing our own Splatfest, honestly. Exactly. So, to be exact, there are 31 days until the final Splatfest from the day that we recorded this, which is um, June, 20- June 17th, excuse me. Um, it will be not a 24-hour Splatfest, not a 48-hour Splatfest. But 72. So all 23 of the previous shifty stations will be in rotation. 24. No, mm-mm, 23. No. Hang on. No, no, you right, you right. 23 shifty stations will be out the first 48 hours. In the last 24 hours, the final Splatfest map will be in rotation as well. And they are keeping this under wraps like i don't i am not even sure that they'll release the files like patch in the files in the 5.0 update just because of how good our data miners are you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like oatmeal dome is acutely aware of how silent nintendo is being file wise literally the only thing that we know is that there is code in the game for killer whale which is obvious um, in the photo that it's on Team Chaos. And they also reveal code for the uh, super bombs from the Octo expansion, too. God, that, that level gives me nightmares. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie, that was fun. Oh my god, it was a ton of fun. I just did it a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the best accuracy. Hey, me neither, but you know, it, it helps practice. Oh yeah, practice makes perfect. So that is, that is pretty much all we know. Code-wise and like leak-wise about this Splatfest. They're probably gonna like treat it how they do E3 presentations. Like anybody who's trying to leak anything, they'll just you know hit them with a ban hammer. You know. Ah, uh, you know I'm not so sure because like prior Splatfests, they haven't been like upset that data miners are finding this because they're they're pushing it in these updates. They're they're parsing the files essentially. They're having them there so when they send out like a minor update, you don't have to stop and download anything. It makes me wonder if they'll save 5.0 a couple, if they'll save that update for a couple days before Splatfest starts. So I wouldn't be surprised if we don't get 5.0 till July. I feel like they might, you know, since the code for those two are already in there, they might do the Splatfest and then drop 5.0. It's very possible. And because I feel like if they drop 5.0 and the final Splatfest code is in 5.0, for some reason, I don't want the shifty station spoiled for me you know what i you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. I'm, I'm ready for it I, I, this one like all the other ones i actually looked up like hey what, what's oh, this gonna yeah. look like but this one i it's the final one so i'm just gonna be a little like patient with it yeah it's the final one so if there is a leak video i'm gonna do my best to just kind of like shield my eyes don't look just stay off twitter for a while i'm very excited for chaos versus order um which team are you choosing uh, chaos, obviously. Hell yeah, got that Mad Max vibe going on. Check my Twitter, you'll see a picture of Doom Guy. That'll automatically tell you what I'm gonna do. I mean, I dig the future side too because it's got a little bit of a Tron vibe, especially with that weird helmet. Kind of reminds me of like 
Daft Punk, but with squid ears. I feel, what if they do a thing like, what if, so the side you choose, that's the only gear you can get. Oh, that, I like that, but at the same time. I want all the gear. <laughs> it would make me sad. Um, you know, you know what they should do though? Hmm. They need to give us all the gear from JP. Uh, I can understand why they don't though, because like, I guess it kind of goes back to the culture and the things that they like over there compared to the things that they like in the States. Yeah. But at the same time, it kind of sucks. Like I can guarantee you only people who closely follow this game and anime, I guess, are going to know what Korra Korra is with the Korra Korra gear. I don't know. Some of them just look really nice and it's either we, it's either North America needs more or JP needs to share. Milky Eminence jacket. I would die for that ear cuff. That would be exactly why we need JP gear, you know? Um, I don't think they'll release it to us. I, I'm not upset over region-specific things because it is kind of like just part of video gaming at this point. But at the same time, it, it's kind of like because Nintendo's the home... To, uh, Nintendo's like the the poster child of of gaming, and their head they just developed in Japan. It's kind of like being the first child; you just get spoiled. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. So I can understand why they don't send it over here. I mean, it definitely sucks, but um, I'm not gonna risk my account by hacking. At least we have at least we have amiibo skins, you know. Exactly. At least we have amiibos. Which I'm going to get those octolines, those three octoline ones. Oh my god. I swear, I'm going to get Marie and Callie one day. I Those are the only ones I'm missing, Marie and Callie. I still need to get, I have none of them. They don't have them at any of the stores here, so that's what sucks. I have to order them online. Do you have the Orange Inkling Girl? I have none of them. I will send you the Orange Inkling Girl. DM me. <gasps> DM me your address, and I will send it to you for free, because I have one you. in the box unopened. Oh, wow, that's nice. Yeah, I can get it in the mail this weekend. I just, all oh, the only amiibo I have is the Smash Mario one, and he has a broken fireball. All of mine I have gotten from a store called Five Below. It is a, it's like a dollar store, but better. I, yeah, I know what that is, but I checked all the stores, and they don't have any of them. They have, like, you know, Smash ones, but they don't have, no, I checked Target. everything. I checked both our targets. Target. Well, no, 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 no. The, the Target, the problem with Target is um, I got them literally the day after they came out because they only carry them for a week and then you have to order them online oh uh, i know when they announced the octoline ones they did even like you know they said you can order it online and have them shipped to the store but not you know in store yeah i got the, i got the japanese imports because that's what they're putting in my target or the imports see i need it i just gotta order them off amazon like the uh three pack amiibo for the octolines is a is 50 bucks on amazon yeah that's how much i paid I don't want to, but I want to. I just want those skins. Do you know how much? Do you know how much Marie and Callie cost? How much? One hundred and sixty together. What? Mm-hmm. Because there was such a limited production, and they haven't run any. Um, they haven't run like a second edition of second or third edition of them. And if they have, it's been so few that the price of them is still so high. Like I can't even find them on the Facebook Facebook market individually. They're like seventy dollars a piece. Honestly, I believe it though. They're icons. I know. But now that I have a job, I can buy them one at a time. I really want Marie, though, because I love the gear that comes with her. Also, Marie is my favorite. So Yeah, I want those, too, because, like, the gear and also the ability to, like, you know, do photo sets, too. Oh, God, I love Marie so much. Marie was always best girl. Marie, marry me. <laughs> okay. Um, 
uncut. So it's really interesting if we go back to the spot fest, the gear. I, again, Mad Max vibe and a Tron vibe. I'm digging it. I'm digging the, the skater helmet with the mohawk. You know, they sell those at Target, right? Yes, they do. And it's lit. All you have to do is add your own spikes. Mad Max, you know, apo- uh, you know, you know, chaos, apocalyptic themes. Those are always the best ones. I'm hoping, like, I know the color looks brown, but I'm hoping it's kind of like this really obnoxious orange almost. Yeah. Because you know how the colors shine, right? They get really neon. Mm-hmm. Because the narwhal color from this previous Splatfest looked lavender on the field it, it looked a little off to me but yeah yeah but it's it's like clearly pink so i'm hoping it's not like a, a poop a poop brown you know what i'm talking about yeah poop, poop gang everybody laugh at the frosty fest because we had a poop and snow <clears throat> that one that one was just weird i'm sorry i didn't even like that one it, it was the, it was the colors i liked i liked that it was themed but i didn't like the colors i did like the sparkly ink though that was fun yeah all Splatfest got, you know, weird colors. It makes it pretty good. It really does. So based on the Splatfest team, there's been a lot of chatter on the internet. Like a lot of chatter. Some of that chatter being speculation. Some of it's merch related. And then some of it's just people being weird. So merch wise, you can actually order a kit from Nintendo Japan, and you get a shirt of either Chaos or Order, and is it a keychain? I think it's a keychain. I think it's a keychain or a necklace. Yeah, it looks like the, a keychain, but you know, the pictures on the internet are deceiving size-wise. I have not checked whether or not they're available on, on NintendoofAmerica.com, but if you go to uh, Nintendo Japan's Twitter page, just look for the image where it's the final Splatfest and have Google translate it for you. You can head on over to Nintendo of Japan and have them shipped in. There are rumors that it should be available through all Nintendo spaces. But again, my confirmation on that is unclear. Um, Nico, have you found anything? I have not. Everything looks like it's available only on JP, but you know, that is subject to change. And also there are ways to get JP stuff in America. Exactly, and there's there's still 31 days to Splatfest, so they could very well um, put it in the, the European and the North American Nintendo stores. If anything, I can just make my own, honestly. If anything, um, I'll probably just order, have it imported. I'm, I'm no stranger to importing stuff, especially when it comes to this game, and uh, I don't mind waiting. I order a lot of stuff from Japan, specifically uh, broken electronics, but that's... A completely different hobby. And that's another that's another conversation. That is a completely different can of worms. Just looking at some of the comments on the articles that I'm reading and just some things that I've looked around, a lot of people are... Some people are very excited because they think Splatoon 3 is coming. And some people are a little bit hesitant because they're like, uh, well, it's only been two years since the game came out. A lot of people say, you know, well, you know, Splatoon 3 is going to be happening soon or like... This will, you know, pave the way for it. But, and then there's others saying, like, it's too early. Like, you know, Splatoon 3 won't be, like, until, like, a next-gen console comes out, you know? Exactly. And I'm on the side of side two. I don't ent- I don't entirely... I'm, I'm not disagreeing with it, but I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. That, like, it's going to be a, you know, a year, like, a new-gen, you know, kind of game. Because, like, you know... uh. It is, you know, with Nintendo's past, they have done that a bunch of times, but they can do anything they want. So it could be probably, you know, three years later from now. And, you know, Nintendo Switch is still bumping. Mm-hmm. And by the time we'll probably have, you know, the Switch Pro and Mini by years ahead of time. But those are just 
those are just leaks, but you know, that could, you know, open a possibility for a third game within the generation of the Switch. Yeah, I definitely don't expect expect I don't expect Splatoon 3 anytime soon. And like Nico was saying, I I personally fully expect it to be possibly on another console or at least two years from now, like another two years, so four years total, maybe. And the reason I say that is the only reason, and I keep stressing this and people keep shutting me down, but the only reason Splatoon 2 came out so quickly is because there was a new console that was being pushed and it was very popular on the Wii U and the Wii U died. The Wii U was always a flop. The Wii U was a flop from the start. It was The Switch is what the Wii U should have been. That's what I'm trying to say. And when Nintendo realized, oh no, we goofed, and now we have the technology to do what we want to do, let's bring Splatoon 1 over to the Switch instead of just porting Splatoon 1 because we have this new software, we have different graphics to deal with, we can up the quality, and that's what they did. They took the first game and just pretty much improved upon it. Speaking on the topic of Splatoon 3 again, uh, from my sources as well, a lot of one speculator was saying Splatoon 3 is kind of unlikely um, and will probably benefit from a slower development cycle because, again, since the Wii U had died, a lot of people were like, hmm, Splatoon 2 seems like a rush because it came out with minimal weapons. A few fresh ideas like Salmon Run and the Shoal, which I don't think I've seen anybody ever talk about and or use. They were like, yeah, Splatoon 2 came out with minimal weapons and then there were just updates over time. It's like they wanted to bring that game over to the new console to keep it alive. And I think I think that was a good decision to kind of update it as it go along because now with them saying, hey, updates are done, here's the final finished produced game. Please enjoy. I mean, I don't think it was rushed, but I think it could have been pushed back just a tiny bit. The fact that they did, you know, updates for every weapon or, you know, when they, you know, they released the update for uh, Clan Blitz when it first came out. That was good because, you know, you want a game that will consistently update for a while. That keeps a game alive. You don't want a game that's like, all right, here, here's a game. That's it. We're done with it. You don't want that in the game. Correct. And I'm not saying that it was rushed. I'm just saying, like, when it first came out, it felt like something that might have been tacked on to Splatoon 1 in future but the, instead they were just like hang on let's hold this and make a new game out of it on the switch so we can keep it alive it's you know you can compare it to like every call of duty ever it's the same game but just new weapons and maps added every game you know but less crappy like call of duty really is the same thing just hatched out over and over and over again just different maps. and it doesn't make it entirely a bad game just no it just kind of makes it stale what it's it's what the developer choose to do with it you know exactly and we're like splatoon it's kind of the same but we get new features to weapons that we didn't have in splatoon one for example the roller you got a vertical fling now how cool is that chargers mm -hmm. you can hold you can hold a charge the brella was a great addition brella didn't even exist in the first game and i loved them i had i played with my friend recently she was brand new to splat one or splat two excuse me and level one my friend her name is zippy skippy we went into turf together and i had a brella and she goes what the heck is that why is it so annoying Spl <laughs> splat one people be like and i was like it's a shield it's a shield. I should have whipped out the Tenebrella on her. That really would have like blown her mind. Yeah, at the time, it would have done nothing. But nowadays, whew, I think it, eh, 
I'll, eh, going over what needs nerfs and buffs, that can be a whole nother thing, but I ain't gonna go into that now. <laughs> Just know the Tenta needs a, uh, a nerf. I wouldn't say a heavy nerf, but a small nerf. Not heavy, but you know. Oh, one thing about the Splatfest that I didn't mention, but I, it should be obvious, final Splatfest is gonna be worldwide, clearly, obviously. But for those of you who may be new, or may have just joined Splatoon and are looking to say like, oh no, it's my last one, what do I need to know? It's worldwide, because it is the last one. Which makes it a hundred times better. Exactly, I'm curious if they will extend the ranks you can ascend. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? That'd be cool, but I just, do not think so. Just play in this space for a second, hang on. No, Ooh. play in my space, <laughs> Okay, please. okay, go ahead. Play, play in my space. Play with me. Calm down. <laughs> the only reason I say this, I'm sorry. Calm down. The only reason I say that is because it's 72 hours. Three whole days. No ranked, no league. Just pure Splatfest. Assuming they don't whip out some crazy thing that we're not expecting. Which is very likely, but also unlikely. Imagine hitting champion in the first five hours which is possible very possible a lot of us have done it what are you gonna do for the next three days grind gear some people play splatfest hit the max rank and then don't play at all they just don't play anymore they're like okay it's done so I, i'm curious how they're gonna keep this three-day splatfest interesting aside from intro introducing the last shifty station stage on day three um i mean yeah i understand where you're coming from but um I'm not saying it's unlikely, but it's not very likely either, you know? But what I think is something they could do is like, and this is just like an idea I have. So, you know, you know how you said, you know, the, all the splat, all the recent Splatfest stages are going to be in the first 48 hour rotation. And then the final one's going to be in the last one. What if they do a thing like, you know, all right, so what if they actually introduce ranked mode in the Splatfest, like Splatfest stages as for part of the Splatfest? That would be kind of cool. That would be, that would be really fun, except for clam blitz. I enjoy clam blitz, but at the same time, I have to be playing with the right people to it to fully enjoy it. I I say like you know put splat like uh, ranked mode in Splatfest because like one you know it's Splatfest that can make you know yeah all the gimmicks that can make you know uh you know ranked battles even more fun. But and then also it's like also it could be a good practice without having like lose a ranked and you know regular ranked battle too. Three days to learn all of the shifty stations and play all of the ranked mode. Well, you know, it's not this those three days because, you know, after 5.0, we will be able to play them in the private battle. Exactly. But I meant like for the Splatfest. Do you know what's going to be sad and strange? When the Splatfest ends, the plaza is just going to go back to normal and we're only going to see Pearl and Marina from behind a glass panel. Like we're not going to be able to interact with them again unless we have an amiibo. And that's kind of sad to me. All good things have to come to an end. Yes, I do agree with that. But at the same time, I just, I love the atmosphere of Splatfest. I love being able to see them up on that stage. And it's just, it's fun. But since I wasn't there for the final Splatfest and Splat 1, it's just Splat 1 to me. It's just Splatoon 1. You know, I never knew what it looked like. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm definitely going to be nostalgic. Uh, maybe not the quite the right word. Yeah, definitely a little sad. But again, all good things come to an end. You know, they've supported this game for a solid two years, and I appreciate Nogami and his team um, for doing that for us. I mean, literally every month they had to brainstorm a brand new map, essentially, and new themes. Okay, okay. I don't think the themes are that hard. You, you got front... Remember the toilet one? 
front roll versus back roll. Which way do you like? <laughs> I was gonna say, which way do you like your toilet paper? Uh, and for the record, it goes in the front. Any of you heathens who have it facing the wall have a serious issue. Okay, see, see, look, look, look. I will not disagree with anything, but then again, why does it matter? <laughs> see, toilet paper, it's going to be used anyway, so there's no. God, this is. <laughs> there's no point in discussing, like, oh, wow. Some people, some people don't even put it on the little thing that like goes next to your toilet to roll it out. Some countries don't even use toilet paper. They got bidets for that. Save the trees. There's a toilet in Japan. Well, I'm, no, I don't know, but I don't know. I, there's a toilet in Japan that like you can wash your hands on the uh, top part of the toilet, and it will reuse the hand washing water as toilet water, so you're not using any more water than you have to. Okay, for a hot second, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you wash your hands. No. In the toilet. No. And proceed to go. No, that's disgusting. In the toilet. <laughs> Don't you. These are the conversations we have, y'all. This is what happens when your brain auto-completes. But, like, look, can we just talk for a hot second about North American Splatfests and how bad they were? They weren't favored. Okay, they weren't, like, terrible. They weren't bad. But, yeah, they weren't, they weren't the best either. I feel like, again, this kind of goes back to Nintendo home base Japan. Their Splatfests were very relevant to the area. And they even got sponsored ones. I think the only sponsored one we got here in the States was the Ninja Turtles. I mean, well, that one was special. It was a three, it was a three-part one. It was a three-part one, which was, which was cool, but I just... Wish I hadn't been Ninja Turtles. Some of the, I think one of the European ones was like tea versus hot chocolate or like iced tea versus hot tea. It was hot. It was just uh, regular tea versus iced tea. Regular tea versus iced tea. Yeah, see, iced tea is a thing here in the United States. And I, I, I hear that hot tea is more favored in Europe. I don't think it's hot. I think it's just room temperature tea maybe. Or I don't know. Or like warm tea. I don't know. Just tea without ice. I'm not from England, so uh, if any English folks are listening, or European, excuse me, uh, England does not rule Europe. If any European folks are listening, please correct me if I'm incorrect. Dang, Japan got a Sanrio Splatfest. Oh, I was so jealous about that. I was just jealous of all stuff Japan had in Splatoon. I can, again, I can see how that wouldn't fly here over stateside. I don't want to get into it, but our culture, very self-centered, kind of sucks. It's all about making money. Making money. Yep. Making pancakes, making bacon pancakes. Put Make some bacon, then I put it in a pancake. Making pancakes, making bacon pancakes. Bacon, bacon pancakes. pancakes. Oh, ooh. Ah, nostalgia. Ooh, that was good. Did you hear um, Adventure Time's coming to Brawlhalla? No way. Yeah. Oh, that's Check gonna it. be rad. It's uh, Jake, Finn, and Bubblegum. And I think, no, no, Ray in the Corner Bubblegum's like a Echo, well, not an Echo, but like a dual fighter. Marceline, Marceline better be in there. I think she is, but I don't know. Probably not. Um, don't get me started on Marceline. But, you know, wrapping up the Splatfest, I think it'll be pretty good. I think it's a good end. It's bittersweet. Definitely bittersweet. Hey, you can always go back and relive the YouTubers who recorded it. Made memes about it. Octoboy's got some great memes. Some streamers who stream. Watching streams, like, after they've been streamed aren't as fun. But it definitely puts you in the mindset of what's going on. I've noticed there's been quite a few more people streaming uh, Splatoon 2 on uh, Twitch lately. Yeah, and I think it's because the game's coming to an end. and It's going to be... Well, you know, 
it's gonna be that and also like so this is the end so there's gonna everything you know nerfs and buffs for 5.0 it's gonna be set solid which means anything that you learn will be the same from here on out it will always have the same qualities dear nintendo please don't mess with my brella anymore i will be very sad if you mess up the vanilla brella even with the nerf it's not the worst weapon i mean it's not awful but it was i ain't gonna lie it was just slightly overpowered just slightly just a little bit but because of the peer-to-peer -peer connection and the way nintendo favors um just the way they favor trade kills is really frustrating as a brella player because like on your screen your shield is clearly open but due to the peer-to-peer -peer connection you don't know if you actually open your shield in time or if they got you the game's just like mm, uh i don't want to decide so you both die and i guess it's just another uh no another point of getting good it's just one of those things that frustrates you um, when you have a, have a weapon that you love. Let us know if you decide Order or Chaos. Nico and I are both siding on Team Chaos. While our sweet son Travis is doing a Order. order I'm so sad. I can't believe our son did that. Travis, uh, you're my son and I love you, but, but come on now. I know. We didn't, this is family effort. We didn't raise you like this. We raised you to be evil. <laughs> We raised you to be a rowdy boy. We need you to learn the ways of destruction and chaos. I mean, it is the inkling culture. Well, okay, so what I mean by that is like inkling, the way that creators like Nagami and the team described it is a lot of their culture is based off of like punk and skater culture and like just the rebel aspect kind of, but in a respectful way. Yeah. Just check out the just check out all the lore. It's what's in Oh the god, check out the lore. Buy some art books. I cannot wait to buy the Splatoon 2 art book and the Octo Expansion art book. Like I am foaming at the mouth for it. It does look good. From one fellow artist to another fellow artist, like as somebody who's graduated and has a degree in this and, and is working in their field, get the art books. Like reference them. You know, draw inspiration from them. If you like something, get the art book for it because there's just so many cool concepts and so many things that didn't make the cut that are in there. And you're like, oh man, why didn't this make the cut? Also, if you can't get the art books, play through Octo Expansion Story Mode and you will actually find little tidbits of what the lore was like. Please, for all of you saying that the Octo Expansion is not worth $20, spend the $20. It is worth $20. That's one of the most, that is one of the most worthwhile DLCs I've seen in a while, honestly. I'm telling you, Octo Expansion, might have something to do with this flat fest. Who knows? It's all speculation. Once again, thank you so much for joining us today. My name is MCAT. My co-host is... My name's Nico. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. Our handle is cooked underscore podcast. Again, that is cooked underscore podcast. C-O-O-K-E-D underscore podcast. P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Be sure to give us a shout out over there. Share our podcast if you like. You know, blast it to your major outlets. We'll see you guys next time. Remember, don't, don't get, get cooked, cooked. Stay, stay off the hook. hook.